Hello. Hi. You have to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ella. We don't know how this works yet. We're trying. Just hang with us. Attempt number one. Attempt <laughs> number one. Any hoozle. I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. Um, this is our first new little podcast. Yeah. It's called Nope, I'm Scared, because, yeah. Dude, that's most of our Yeah, we're one. scared all yeah. the time. Always. I don't do things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, with it being summer, which we hate, it's and it's <laughs> so hot, so hot and moist. Oh, no, people hate that word. <laughs> I just said it. Moist. moist. I don't have a problem with moist. Do you have a problem with moist? I, okay, people have lo- stopped listening now. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time my friend would just whisper moist towelettes into my ear. Okay, I don't like the towelettes. Right? It's just it's such a weird thing. Anyways. <laughs> so, yes, summer. <laughs> with Miss Rona still going on, I know a lot of people have been resorting to camping. We're telling yeah. you why this is a bad idea, even though we're leaving for camping in, in a like, couple days. Yeah, in like two days. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that's bad. Yeah. Um, so many things. So many things that could kill you. Yes, yes. But I'm going to talk about Wendingos. What do you okay. know about Wendingos? Hmm? Like, tell me what you think you know about Wendingos. <laughs> so cool that. Um, I don't honestly know a whole lot about them. Right. Sorry, I face microphone. Yeah, the microphone's over here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All I know is that, from what I've seen of them, is that you kill them with fire. I mean, I think that's something people I, made of themselves. Yeah. Um, they live in the woods. Okay. Uh, they don't really like people. Uh-huh. I mean, that's kind of... Okay, and like, what What have you seen them in besides Supernatural? <laughs> um, not... People don't really talk about them all that much. I think they're picking up steam because... Because maybe a supernatural. I really don't know when Until Dawn came out because I, I only like, just yeah. found it. I feel like people talk about skinwalkers a lot more than Wendigos, so we don't know. A Probably, whole lot I think about that them. often like skinwalkers and Wendigos get like looped together. Yeah, which is it's not even accurate. <laughs> They're not even like the same thing. Well, I mean, I understand where some of it comes from because they do have some similar qualities because they are both. And we're going to cover skinwalkers at some point. Yeah. But, um, I mean, skinwalkers and Wendigos both are able to mimic people's voices. Oh, um, I hate that. Yeah, but... <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> but the problem is that skinwalkers are more known to the desert because they come from a different tribe. I'm so sorry if you can hear my dog drinking water. <laughs> he decided that now that now we've started recording, he's going to go drink water. Yeah, he's been napping all afternoon. Yeah, on his back. <laughs> Let us know when you're done. Okay. Alright, I think we're good. Okay, so Wendigos actually come from, like, North America by the Great Lakes area, originally. They're from okay. the Algonquin people, which was a, a group of tribes, which was, like, the Ojibwe. I hope I'm saying these right. Not my... They're not our brand of Native American. <laughs> Um, Ojibwe, and then Salto Cree, which you should know, mm-hmm. Nascope, and the Innu. So, like, all of them are, they had the same language, 
So they okay. called them the Algonquin people. And so that's like New York and then like the little, like the Canada part up there. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, but. I have the visual map in my head. I hope you do. But like, so that's where the legend comes from. But now people say that they've seen or encountered them in pretty much every forest. <laughs> like all, all across America and Canada, like all across that border of America and Canada into the Rockies and Damn. California and Virginia. California? But I don't think I've seen them come further than... That, like Colorado like level. Yeah. So maybe just because they like the forest. Yeah, we don't really have too many forests. Okay, so the original legend actually is known as the spirit of winter because okay. it's born out of the result of starvation. So that makes sense. So like people would get stuck out in the winter mm-hmm. with their family or whatever. Well, especially up in that area too. Yeah, it would get really cold yeah. and there wouldn't be a lot of food. So what ends up happening is someone eats their family. <laughs> okay, we're already in cannibalism. That's, that's the whole premise of Wendigos. Okay, but like, on the scale of like things that we're doing research on, I didn't think cannibalism would come in this Number soon. one. <laughs> Number one, cannibalism. <laughs> Hashtag no. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so uh, it was... Some, some like, historians, because I found a bunch of, like, historical pages about it that just think that it's Native American history rather than anything paranormal. Mm-hmm. So they don't believe in it at all. Of course. Um, and so they said it was a legend that the tribes came up with to warn about the dangers of selfishness and greed. Okay. <laughs> to teach everyone that... You don't eat people, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know why we needed to teach people that. Right. Lesson one. Don't eat people. Especially well, yeah. your family. But then it says, like, it would. It was also... They also say that it's a mental illness because later on there's some cases that I'll get to okay. that they say they went Wendigo. I'm doing quotes. Air quotes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they went Wendigo. <laughs> um, and they ended up, like, getting possessed. More air quotes. Um, with a horrible entity that caused the insatiable taste for human flesh. Okay. So the whole thing is that becoming a Wendigo is a punishment for being a cannibal. Okay, so technically one could argue Jeffrey Dahmer is a Wendigo. I mean... According to that definition of it. Did he eat them when they were... I mean, I guess. Did Wait, he, do they have to be alive when you I eat don't, them? That's what I'm wondering. I didn't find anything about that. Usually... Okay, well. Okay, okay, okay. So Sean Smallman, who is the author of Dangerous Spirits, Wendigo, in, Mystery, in Myth and History... Okay. Um, he says that it's a means of defining moral social behavior, hashtag don't eat people... Um, warns against selfishness and greed, and notes the traditional narrative never had them with antlers. Okay. That's where it comes yes. from. Yes, okay. They, they are technically just emaciated giant human creatures. Still a terrifying image, regardless well, of whether or not Well, and one of the antlers. sources that I found says that each time they eat someone, they grow to a height that, like... 
distributes what they just ate Ew. so that they're never full. Because if you get oh, taller, yeah. then you're, like, still hungry because you need to keep eating. So some get to be, like, fucking, fucking huge. Giant. Okay, so Imagine maybe... walking in the woods and you <laughs> no, just, like, walked no. on some, like, thing on its arms. Ew, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the legends say that you could be turned into one even if you don't eat anybody. Wait, if you just happen? are super greedy and selfish. And I'm going to call bullshit because then why is Trump not a Wendigo? Honestly, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. If that, so was, if that was a problem, then that would be a thing that was rampant. <laughs> rampant. Um, oh, or you could also be cursed by a shaman into becoming a Wendigo. Okay, I could, or I could if you are one. near one for too long, or oh, have is it contagious. <laughs> I don't know. But it also says if you have dreams about them. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so have fun tonight. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and then yeah, being possessed by the Wendigo spirit, which we'll get to. What, does it, um, like, switch people, or... You know, I don't know. Historians just think it's a legend or a lesson, and then they think pop culture got to it and was like, this is cool. As it does. Um, no. Oh, it even no. says, like, that the the original tribes made... They think that the original tribes made this lesson after they came into... Um, contact with the colonizers because you know fucking colonizers 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 because they're greedy yeah. and selfish and they killed so so many people and i literally in my notes i have like in parentheses fuck them <laughs> nice yes this is how we write our notes we're super professional people well and what's interesting about that is there's only stories of wendigos after colonizers come into the picture. Oh, go figure. So, you know, who knows? Because, you know, we like to make things so much worse for everyone else. So, yeah, historians are really upset that this has now become, like, a Bigfoot or a werewolf situation, but I don't think you can say that if most of the pop culture world doesn't know about Wendigos. That's... Well, and I just think Bigfoot's, like, a separate thing, because Bigfoot... The stories I've heard aren't, like, he's malicious or anything like that. He's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It is... Still I mean, and, like, when was the last time we talked... Someone mentioned that they ran into a werewolf. That's true. They died out I'm just saying. Um, okay, yeah. So, the first appearance of a Wendigo was described as a human-like creature of ashy gray coloring and horribly emaciated. Ew. And here's the thing where it says that each time it eats another person, it grows to ensure that they are never satisfied and forever starving. I really, really don't like that. Um, I mean, there's something to say about Slender Man. Maybe it's the whole thing. <laughs> it's just a Wendigo, guys. Right? I feel like a lot of things could be other things when looked at them closer, I guess. Mm-hmm, could be, yeah. Um, okay, so then some legends say they're super fast, but some legends say that they are actually more like a zombie because they're so hungry. So they would be I like... I feel like they would be fast because if you grow, like, really, like, 
Yeah. Well, well, and like, here's the thing. If you're hunting a human, you kind of have to be fast. Yes. We're semi-fast creatures. Yeah. Give or take, well, and if depending. Really big, they have like these fucking long, awful limbs and they're just like running through... I don't even want to think I don't about know what's this, creepier, like... something sprinting at me because it's so tall, or just like a giant corpse dragging itself <laughs> towards me. What's worse? <laughs> well, and I feel like it would blend in with the trees at some point if you get big enough, but like they're they're starving, so they're thin, they're gangly, they're probably really knobby, and they just blend in with all the fucking trees, and then you hear just like quick movements behind you, and you're like, oh shit, something's out here. Mm-hmm. And you can't fucking see it because it blends in with everything. Oh, yeah. It looks like a tree. Are it's... you having fun with I am because I <laughs> wish people could see this. But regardless, fast or slow, that's not their biggest fucking strategy. Do you know what is? It's the, it's the voice thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They mimic human people mm, to I lure you like out this. into the forest away from other human people. So it's a little bit like... Jabberjays from the Hunger Games? No, it's not like the Jabberjays. Because it's the Jabberjays. Well, the Jabberjays, I mean, yes, it mimics you, but the Jabberjays just wanted to drive you crazy. Yeah. This this is like, it's gonna, it's gonna mimic people calling for help, so don't help anybody. So yeah, moral of the story, you hear a voice in the forest, you fucking leave it alone. I have told Josh that. I've told him, if you ever hear something in the forest, we're not going. Well, there was a whole thing last time we were up in the forest and, um, I was with, we were all in a car, and we were with two of my friends, and we heard a scream, but okay, wait. only the people in the back row. Yeah, but I want to play you a thing, and I want you to tell me if this is what you heard, okay? okay. Because right. I did come across something, and they thought it was, like, a, a Wendigo screaming, and... Well, okay, because we heard the scream, and then we didn't bring it up for a couple seconds, we all turned and we looked at each other, and we were like, did you just fucking hear that? And so the one, us and three in the backseat started freaking the fuck out. And my mom decides to pull over because she needs to use the bathroom. And it's pitch black outside. It wasn't dark yet. It was too dark. No, it dark. wasn't dark yet. We were in the middle of the woods. Okay, can and I say someone... this, the video on yes. that? Okay. You're just going to listen. Okay. That's a little bit what, yeah. That might have been an elk. An because elk? that's what I elk like sounds like. but it did sound kind of like that. Were there elks up there? I don't know. I don't think that. Listen, just listen. Is that what it was? <laughs> Still shorter than that, like a little bit. I guess so it could have been. like a woman's scream. Okay, well. A little bit. And we were like, okay, well, we're it's not a good thing we didn't help that person. Because, you know, who knows what it could have well, been. Well, because I think we heard it twice. We heard it once, didn't do anything about it, and then we heard it a second time. We're like, okay, you heard that, right? No, I never heard it. Yeah, that, you never heard it. Me, Ashley, it. and Kayla all did, though. Mm. And none of us wanted to say anything, because we all thought we just made it up, and then we realized that something was off. It's, yeah. It's just not good. Yeah. Okay. Well, some people have said that when they hear the voice, they feel almost like they're in a trance, but also register they have alarm bells ringing. That is a horrifying feeling. Right? I never want to go through like, that. Like, imagine your whole body screaming at you to run, and you're like, but what is it? Yeah. Oh, no, my God. Yet. I could not even. <laughs> nope. Okay. Anyway, so Basil, or Basil, H. Johnston, which is an Obije, Obiwe, I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. An Ojibwe teacher, which is one of the tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives in Ontario. 
and he has described a Wendigo. Okay. So the Wendigo was gone. Like it's almost as if he's seen one. Like that's how he's describing okay. these things. Okay. The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones, with the bones pushing out against its skin. I guess that would make sense, because, like, starvation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Its complexion, the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into its sockets. Gross. The Wendigo looked like a skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, Ew. unclean, and suffering from separation. <laughs> it's not separation, it's like separation okay. of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition. Gross. Like, that's gross. I don't know that I'm, I feel like kind of bad for them, but like... If it's true that they ate people, I don't think I should. I don't know. Well, like, if we if we got stranded in an avalanche and you got really hungry, would you eat me? Maybe. I don't <laughs> think so. Okay, well, we're going to go in history now because okay. I'm going to... I put all of the, like, history accounts in order. Okay. okay. So here's the first one, which was... Um, from 1661, okay. the Jesuit relations, all right? Yes. So this was a group of people with the colonizers who came upon their settlement to find everybody dead. Okay. Off okay. to a good start. Okay. So this is what they encounter. Well, actually, not everyone was dead, but people were legit weird. Okay. Okay. So what caused us greater concern was the intelligence that met us upon entering the lake, namely that the men depu deputied by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the northern sea and assigning them to a rendezvous where they were to await our coming had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given us, were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They were afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, or frenzy, but have a combination of all of the species of disease. Um, okay. Which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them right. so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men. Which, like, really, I feel like you would jump on men first. Like, it should be a yeah. worse crime to attack women and children. Well, we're <laughs> smaller and less needy. Okay, but, like, they pounced on women, children, and even upon the men. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, like werewolves, and devoured them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily, the more they eat. Mm -hmm. This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death is in the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Well, that doesn't sound great. Um... And that's the first documented thing of Wendigo. Yeah. Okay. My brain just keeps going, this is what actually happened at Roanoke. But, uh... <laughs> Maybe they became <laughs> Wendigos. Um, 
It's called Wendigo psychosis, which is like the fear of becoming a cannibal or certain craving or sudden craving for human flesh. I mean, I worry about... I, I should... I don't worry about becoming a cannibal. I don't. I, I don't... It's... I never think I'll need to eat a person. Right? This, this It's not like a normal thought that crosses your mind. It's not like one day you just go, oh, you know what? I think I want to eat a person today. I think I have a particular like craving just, for human I've, flesh. I've never looked at, like myself and been like, I wonder what we taste like. That's <laughs> never a thought that has crossed no. my mind. I know, like, people are probably sweaty and gross, and that could just be summer talking, uh, but I'm like, I don't, I don't need to taste that. I've never once wondered what the human flesh would taste like. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're in 1878, Okay. and we're um, in Plains, uh, this is a report that involved a Plains Creed trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner. Okay. So him and his family were starving, and the eldest son had died. Um, mysterious causes never to be found No, again. it was the winter, so, like, they had <laughs> died. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 miles away from emergency food supplies at Hudson Bay Company Post, Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five remaining children. Oh, my God. Given that he resorted to cannibalism so near to food supplies, I mean, 25 miles away is not that far, but, like, it's 1878. They probably don't have a car. Okay, but you don't need to eat five children. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not justifying. I'm saying <laughs> that 25 miles away is not that close if you don't have a car. That's days. Okay, fair, but, like... You've got six other people. No, I'm not justifying him eating people. I just don't want them to still, like, to... That's not what I'm saying. We're like, you can eat one person and then still have made it to food supply instead of eating six people all Shouldn't, shouldn't eat anybody. Okay, uh, anyway. Um, he killed and consumed the remains of all of those present. It was revealed that Swift Runner was not a case of pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation. That's but what I'm saying. Rather of a man with Wendigo psychosis. He eventually confessed and was executed at Fort Saskatchewan. I feel um, okay, but like, this into this means like they have some semblance of humanity left after eating people. Like, well, like, what they're saying is that he wasn't starving. He just wanted to eat, eat his he, entire family. Yeah. Well, or what happened was he killed everybody and then was like, gee, I want a sandwich. <laughs> and was like, where's ham? I don't know. It's not good. None of it's good. <laughs> well, because if he confessed to having Wendigo psychosis or whatever, he would, he'd have to acknowledge that he'd still be sane, I guess. But, like, what were they, what were trials like back then? That's, okay, yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, if they were able to say that he killed them not out of starvation, it had to be clear that, like, he was fine. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to know what happened there. Yeah, I want to know, but okay. I also really don't want to know. So, like, yeah. Okay. Well, now we're at Jack Fiddler, which I'm assuming is not his given na- or his birth name because he's an OG Cree chief. So I think that people white named him. Yeah. Because he probably had some beautiful name and they were like, I can't say that. 
Yeah, they're like, I don't know how to pronounce this. We're just going to give him some Jon Snow kind of name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he was chief and medicine man known for his powers at defeating Wendigos. In some oh. cases, this entailed killing people with Wendigo psychosis. Like, you know, just kill a zombie before you become yeah. a zombie. Not great, but I understand it. He was said well, to have that's killed... that's only if Wendigo psychosis is an actual It's thing. a real thing, yeah. Um, he was said to have killed about 14 in his lifetime. Okay, not great, but not the worst. As a result, in 1907, Fiddler and his brother Joseph were arrested by the Canadian also authorities for homicide. Jack committed suicide, but Joseph was tried and sentenced to life in prison. He was given a pardon eventually, but died three days later before receiving news of his pardon. So he died in jail, not knowing he was free. sucks. Yeah. I all at the same time, people were mysteriously vanish- vanishing in the area that these tribes were. Okay, so they were, you know, killing people with Wendigo psychosis. Did that mean there were, like, no mysterious disappearances? And the disappearances- no, this entire time that the Algonquin people have been over there, there were people from the tribes that were going missing. And the tribes were blaming it on the Wendigo and calling the Wendigo the spirit of lonely places. That's such a sad name. I know. I was like, oh, now I feel bad for this Wendigo and I really shouldn't. <laughs> right? Like, they're, they're eating people because... Like, I mean, if it's an act of desperation, like, if you're legit starving to death... Yeah. I... It's hard to imagine what you would do in that situation. I feel like if it came down to it, some people would eat a pro- I'd still feel bad for them, though. Because, like, it's like you're starving, you're out, you're fucking cold. Well, and it's probably somebody you know. Like, you don't yeah. travel with strangers. Well, I mean, maybe back then they did. But, like, yeah. that person ate his whole family. And felt like no remorse over it. He was like, I'm still hungry, I could go for some food. So, it is a weird thing. I mean... There's a reason why this legend is so fascinating to people. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. it's creepy, it's spooky, it's... But it is kind of sad. Well, you're just always starving and you're just trying to find food. I'm not saying you should eat people. <laughs> Be clear. <laughs> um, but, like, you're just you're trying to get food and you're always hungry. Yeah. That's just kind of sad. Unless you're, like, the guy who ate six members of his family while being, like, two days away from food. Yeah, that's not fun. Do you want some stories? Yeah, let's go. You're going to hate these stories. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for that warning. (laughs) Sorry, but you're going to hate these stories. Okay, so I I went into Reddit and I got some stories. Awesome, as one does. As one always does. Um, (laughs) Always does. And of course, I also did this at like 1 o'clock in the morning because I hate myself. Yeah, yeah, good good on that. (laughs) Which was really concerning because if I dream about a Wendigo, I could become a Wendigo. (laughs) Um, okay, so CB, I'm gonna read the stories now. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Okay, so CB Nurse 91 has her story, or their story. Let's just go with their. Um, there have been dozens of old and recent sightings in Missouri, (laughs) 
Okay. I think it's Missouri. It could be Mississippi. Not really sure. On the Natchez Trace, where I live, my daughter and her friend looked to looked one straight in its yellow glowing eyes. Only Wait, I thought if, the eyes were sunken. Well, that's what one person says. I don't okay. know. I, this is what someone's saying. Well, we've never seen them before. I I don't want to see them. <laughs> in your dreams. Okay, so in its yellow glowing eyes, only a few yards away from them. Her friend lives on the tree line of the Natchez Trace. Her back door is about 20 yards away from the tree line. I, hate I already that. Hate Yep, this. already don't like that. I do not like Would trees. never. I do not like trees. <laughs> Hashtag cancel trees. They're done. No, I love trees. I hate the forest. Well, like, it's just, you never know what's... Um, I can't English today. <laughs> Can I keep going then? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was a cold October night. Love that. She also has recordings of a creature walking around near her open window at night. Fuck no. My question is, why is your window open on a cold October night? Well, I was like, you're seeing these things and your window's open and your first thing is go, here's my camera. Well, I don't know if she's recording. Maybe she has a security system. But even still, why is your window open? I'm sorry. If I saw something outside of my open window in October in the middle of the night it's cold, I would freak the fuck out and my window would never be open again. No. We're moving. So it was going through her garbage and raking its antlers against the trees. Now we know that they're not supposed to have antlers, but I'm just going to keep going with her story. Okay. Um, I put in my Apple earbuds and listened to the chilling recording. It ended with the Wendigo screaming or screeching after it quickly disappeared into the far back woods. More and more people are reporting sightings here in Mississippi. Oh, it's Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) Scary stuff. Lastly, her police officer husband saw it the same night she and her friend did. Wait, did they all see it once? I guess. He described it exactly as they saw it. He didn't believe anything like this could happen until now. That's how it normally goes. It's kind of weird that he said he saw the exact same thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, didn't like that, um, but this is why we don't move to the woods. Yep. Okay. So now I'm going to Felix Grizzly. My boyfriend and I get off work around 10 and 10.30, so we grocery shop at work. Work doesn't close until midnight. We were just headed home, and we take the shortcuts on our way home. Don't do that. Right. We saw a slender but muscular person running naked across the road like an animal on all fours. The more we stared... Just lanky people on all fours. (laughs) Don't hate lanky people. No, it's like... That's not what I'm saying. Like, you really long... (laughs) I don't think anything should run on all fours. Unless it's It's like a dog or something. But, like, it's disturbing to see a person, like, try to chase you. (laughs) limbs and they're fast man (laughs) (laughs) so um the more that we stared at it the less human it looked muscular thin legs hair or fur running down its butt down to the calves it was a curve next to the canal so we turned to see it and our light beam shined on it our brights were on. 
That's important, apparently. Okay. And my lights shined on the orchards it ran into. Uh, the trees were... Wait, so it has fur, so it's kind of like a hybrid? I mean, if they're from the 1600s and we're now in 2000, like... I guess that... It would yeah. have had some to time evolution, to evolution. Guys. To evolution. evolution. <laughs> I apologize. Um, okay. Um, the trees were leafless and further apart, so we were able to see how it ran into the trees. Both my boyfriend and I saw it and agreed that it was no human. No monkey, no other animal. It just looked like a fucked up creature. I recently told a friend and she told me that it was a Wendigo. They live in Central Valley in California. Um. Are you concerned? Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not that close to Central Valley, but like. Where's Sequoia, though? You know what? <laughs> We'll be okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. <laughs> okay, this next story comes from um, Flushgate, which I hate saying. Um, okay, <laughs> United States. I was 15 when this happened and definitely not a believer in the paranormal. As most people are before these things happen? Yeah, everyone says that. Everyone's not a believer until shit happens. Unless you just like spooky things, I yeah, guess. Yeah, unless you like spooky Unless you're like us. Uh, well, we've had our own, like, spooky situations, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. Uh, it happened while I was at a local summer camp. There was absolutely nothing special about that day. No weird lights, people, animals, sounds, nothing. It was just the same camp schedule I'd grown used to in the past two weeks that I'd been there. My age group had just finished lunch and was able to persuade our counselor to let us play a game called Scatter down by the lake. It's a giant hide-and-seek-in-the-woods game. Uh, no. No. Nope. I'll play sardines in an Ikea, but you're not getting me to do anything in the woods. I'm not hiding-and-seek-in-the-woods. I'm sorry. No. Now, we had played this at least 20 times before that day, and nothing weird had happened to any of us. And we all grew up in the woods, so it's not like we had any aversion or fear. But for I'm some reason, now. that day our counselor shouted, Scatter! I ran to find a hiding place, it became a whole new ball game. Scatter! Sc- <laughs> John Mulaney, Scatter! <laughs> I had run as far as I could while still being able to see the lake, as were the rules, and had found a huge old uprooted tree that was that I decided would be the perfect hiding place. So I laid down as close as I could to the ground and waited. I had been there for about five minutes when suddenly I heard a voice calling my name in a weird, dreamy-like voice, and not just any voice, my mom's. What the fuck? No. Okay, well, if it does, like, the (laughs) trance thing, you're like, your mind is going, like, okay, why the fuck's my mom here? My mom should be here. What the fuck's going on? And then the other part of me was like, oh, my mom's here. I like how you're trying to rationalize this thing. Now, me and my mom are extremely close, thick as thieves, one could say. So, (laughs) I know her voice 
anywhere. I feel like you know your mom's voice, voice anywhere. It doesn't really matter yeah. how close you are. Um, <laughs> and I would swear on my own grave that it was without a doubt hers. But I knew it couldn't be her. Mm-hmm. She was 20 miles away at work. And even if she, it had actually been her and she'd come to pick me up early, the voice was, wasn't was coming from the lake. It was coming from further out in the woods beyond the border of the camp. Don't go in the woods. Don't go in the woods. I knew, the story. I knew I should have run away from this strange mimic mom voice, but I couldn't. It was almost hypnotic. It messed with my thoughts and gave me doubts like, well, it could be mom. See, that's what I'm saying. Or what if she's hurt and I have to go get her. All these things were flooding into my mind like someone had broken a dam and I didn't know I, that it was there until they finally overwhelmed me and my emotions got the better of me and I took off running in the direction the voice was coming from. No. 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 <laughs> Don't go. I mean, obviously this person's not dead because they wrote story, but like... Oh, just wait. I read this one. I ran as far as I could with only this strange voice as my guide. I couldn't have run for more than like five or seven minutes. That's a long time. Yeah, I could not... <laughs> If that's the <laughs> length of a queen song. <laughs> yes, just run for a following queen song. When I got to a clearing and the voice suddenly stopped. When I oh, entered honey, the no. clearing, I didn't hear my mom calling me anymore. Couldn't, could I? It's bleh. just fear at that point. I right? could finally think clearly again and started to have little alarm bells go off inside my head saying, you idiot. That's not your mom. Run. Exactly. (laughs) But I couldn't run. I didn't know where to run. I had gotten so far away that I lost sight of the lake by the camp and had absolutely no idea where I was. Just Queen Sonic song it back to where Well, I don't want to run further into the woods. No, run the way you came from. She doesn't remember. She was in a trance. I don't like this. Well, you're going to have to keep dealing with it. (laughs) Okay. Um... I quickly did a 360 survey, so now she's more turned around, um, and noticed a strange noise. It wasn't the continuation of the voice before. It was the distinct sound of chattering teeth, like as if (gasps) you were cold. No, 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 no. There was no one else around, and it was the middle of June in North Carolina. There's no way someone could be cold. Well, it's the middle of the day. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I think it always is more creepy to me if it's the middle of the day because it's like you can see what's around you <laughs> and you know that nothing should be there, but it is. Okay. Um, and that's when I heard it. Leaves and sticks crunching on the edge of the small clearing and I realized something was watching me and then whatever it was moved in fast circles around the clearing. I told you they're fast. Almost like it was circling prey and it was at that moment I knew whatever it was had led me out there away from the rest of my group. Exactly like the predator my instincts had been screaming yeah, at me that it was. It's like a bunny rabbit. Don't be a bunny rabbit, guys. Don't be Bambi. It's not oh, your mom. Don't be Bambi. Don't I'm go in the Bambi. meadow. I think that was what was creepy. Like, she went into a clearing, and I totally had, like, Bambi or, like, Twilight vibes. Like, <laughs> don't go. You're gonna get attacked by something. 
could be a vampire who's been 17 for a really long time. How long have you been 17? 17. A while. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole scene. Without any other option other than trying to escape, I took off in the direction I thought I came from and sprinted as fast as I could while all the while hearing that chittering of teeth and sticks crunching behind me. No! I didn't know what to do. I didn't dare turn around to see what was chasing me. It's the werewolf from our D&D game. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) I knew that if I did, I would slow down and I absolutely would not. I felt like a (laughs) lifetime running away from this thing before I finally saw the lake and even though I didn't think I could run faster, I did. I broke through the tree line and ran to the lake where I knew my friends were. At that point, I felt safe enough to stop and look back and see what had been chasing me. But when I did, I only saw a fleeing form running back the way I had come and the sound of the teeth. When I, <laughs> when I finally found my counselor who was supposed to be looking for everybody, I was hysterical, of course, mm-hmm. with the fear... It just says that with the fear. And I hugged her as tight as I could. When I finally calmed down, she tried to get me to tell her what happened. I just said, were you calling me? Before she even said anything, I already knew the answer. After all, it had been my mom's, not her, calling me. But she replied with with what was so much bone chilling to me. No one called you. We didn't know you were gone. Everyone is still hiding. The game isn't over yet. Because it had only been, like, 15 minutes. I feel like that's enough potential for, like, 20 people to get cu- get caught. Or someone. Get, get? To get, get. Okay. So this is from Agent 1, 1776. Guess like what that. he is. <laughs> um, alright. As a kid, so I live in a small town in northeastern Pennsylvania that is surrounded by farms and forest. Alright. Already hate this. Yep. As a kid, I spent most of my time fishing for trout and building stick forks. Now I have bonfires and deer hunt. So, Mm, as you can imagine, I'm outside most of the time. At this point, I know almost every paw print or call from the local animals and can identify it almost immediately, the same way that I can with a song on my phone. (laughs) At the age of 13, I went over to one of my friend's houses for his birthday mid-June alongside two other guys. We used to hang out a lot, but after this incident, things happened, and we broke apart and went our own ways. Anyways, we were crazy and imagining exploring abandoned places. No. And finding paranormal spirits. No. As all YouTubers did at the time. (laughs) Sam Colby. Exactly, that's my exact thought. About three miles into the forest, there was an abandoned quarry. All of us were excited to explore it, so we got the birthday boy, whose name is Aiden, okay. to, I hope he changed names, to lie to his dad and say we were going for a walk through the woods. Aiden's dad said yes, but not to wander, wander too far and to pay attention to the trees due well, to the number of mountain lions. Kids. Yeah, but like, if you're gonna go out there, mountain lions, okay. So, mountain lions were seen a lot in the area recently. Okay. Many say they don't live here in Pennsylvania, said to be a boogeyman of sorts, but I've seen one with my own eyes, and I can tell you they're here along with wolves. 
That was okay. concerning. We geared up and grabbed our phones I mean, and knives. He knows, like, well, yeah. he seems like he's pretty confident out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this time, I didn't have a knife, but I borrowed one from one of the other guys. His name was Clayton, and he was a little out of shape, to put it nicely. That's mean. Yeah. He usually brought up to ten knives to our parties. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, it just says, like some sort of serial killer. <laughs> Who is bringing knives to parties? I hate this. Sometimes he made me worried. Me too. <laughs> yeah. He also gave one to our fourth guy named Marcellus. Um, as we packed up our bags... Definitely and, getting serial killer vibes from us. <laughs> as we packed up our bags and got ready... This is more like a stand, like a stand with me. What's that movie with uh, River Phoenix? Couldn't tell you. I think it's called Stand, stand By Me. You haven't seen it. Um, as we headed out the door, excited for what we were going to find, the amazing abandoned quarry, imagining mine shafts deep in the ground where coal was mined or copper, the, the air seemed to change. Change uh, as in heavier, like when a kid in class threatens to kill everybody in the room. I like wait, that this is his example. <laughs> what's <laughs> happening in Pennsylvania? Like when a kid threatens to kill everyone. I bet the ch- it would change. I would sure as heck hope that the energy changes. Yeah, it's just a normal thing these kids go through, I guess. I mean, I, I grew up in the age of school shootings but like right? why is this the example you go to <laughs> like when oh my God, like yeah. I thought it was legit gonna say like when a kid in class is called to the principal's office <laughs> that's more reasonable am I privileged because of that <laughs> well yeah that's the kind of heavy it was like a primitive fear as I looked around curious about what had made us feel this way my system... Don't look around, just leave. The others were talking about what they were going to find. I think we'll find some cool. Maybe we can sell it to the local <laughs> <Love> farmer. <laughs> it's a quarry, dumbass, not a mine shaft. <laughs> this, is, this is a good story so far. <laughs> all these Same details. thing. Mine shaft, quarry, your mom's ass, all things <laughs> worth exploring. I'm so glad I had to read these. <laughs> Shut the fuck up before I rock you, your world. <laughs> the comebacks, man. Honestly, uh, though. Um, I zoned out. Good. As we were walking into the woods, now after going through a long field, the feeling of dread was getting stronger, and I almost wanted to run. I knew yeah, I was around. being watched. I always know, because I'm from the woods. <laughs> I'm a woods man. I know the woods. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I started to scan my surroundings. Maple trees, rocks, cliff, bones. Bones? Uh, I wait. backtracked to where I saw the bones and looked a little closer. Yeah. <laughs> Bones. Wait. The bones were about 60 yards away. At the bottom of a cliff was a dead deer. Fresh mm-hmm. blood still on its bones, hanging off its skull. I'd That's like, hey gross. guys, let's get the fuck out of here, because whatever did this is not something I want to, like, Well, encounter. like, even if it's not paranormal, something killed a deer. Right, something big Bear, is out there. Wolf, recently, which means it's still in that mountain area. Mountain lion. Whatever. I imagined the thing that could have mutilated so badly and thought of, like, a thousand-pound black bear with rabies. 
I honestly wish it was just a bear. Um, hey, I'm talking to you. What? What do you want, man? <laughs> I said, what the hell are you looking at? Nothing. Let's go. There's still two and a half miles. I'm sorry. How far away is this? I'm not walking two and a half miles. No, nope, you already went also, one long Also, if he's this concerned and almost wants to run, why are we not telling your friends about it? I'd be like, okay, deuces. See you guys. <sighs> Nothing exciting as we climbed the large hill. I felt the air get heavier and my primal fear clawing its way up my spine as if it was about to dig itself out. Men. Sorry, <laughs> like, men. Well, if you're this terrified, you shouldn't be there, probably. Right? Just I would never be there. And I never would have left the house, but I would not be there. No, the minute you start feeling scared, go back home. Because yeah. it's only going to get worse. Well, it's only gotten worse since he first started feeling it, and he felt it before they left the house. Yeah, no, it's like, you're just, you're going to get paranoid. Even if nothing's out there, you're going to be paranoid, you're going to be scared, you're not going to have a good time, you're going to be lost in the middle of the woods, and now you've seen this dead deer, like a fresh dead deer, something killed, and your friends are like, yeah, you know, let's keep fucking going. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, makes perfect sense. Uh, Once we reached the top of the hill, there was a level part, still filled with maple and birch trees um, and some rocks. There was a barbed wire fence that led to the clearing, freshly mowed like a field. Another field. Great. Aiden commented saying that it was his property and his neighbor probably was trespassing again. Um, As we got to the fence, I noticed something, something red hanging from the fence, a rag, a piece of clothing. Intestines. Covered in dried blood. Nice. I under, and underneath it was, underneath it was a rusted old knife. No. I saw the blade on the knife and I gave in and let him have it. Oh, yeah. He gave it to his friend. Um... We crawled under the fence. Here's a bloody knife behind on the fence. Yeah, we crawled under the fence and walked through the field. Right now, we were only about half a mile away from the quarry. Still a mile. I zoned out again as we walked. No one was talking about anything exciting, and I kept scanning the surroundings when my fear jumped almost right out of me. I couldn't place it as I frantically looked around. Something bad, something evil was nearby and I could sense it. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know why we're still there. I was at the back of the line. No. You're always in the middle. You never want to be the front. You never want to be the back. So no one noticed my panic. I went tree to tree scanning for something out of place you're going to see something, and then it's going to be too late to do anything. And when I got to a birch tree roughly 25 yards away, I saw it. Called it. There was a large, lengthy, gray hand wrapped around Ew, the tree. no! I could almost make out its claws. No, 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 no. <laughs> then I looked up above the hand, and I could just barely see the edge of a head. I looked, up, I looked at my friend's who got a little bit ahead of me, looked back at the tree, and it was gone. Nope. I ran to catch up with my friends, decided to keep what I saw quiet. Why? (laughs) Okay, well, this guy's just an idiot. because I don't want to get made fun of for the rest of the weekend. (laughs) So be it. Oh, my God. Hmm. Should I get, you know, messed with or live? (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) 
We finally started to see a clearing up ahead with another barbed wire fence. Why is it always with the clearings? And why, why with the barbed wire fences? We walked through a patch of thorn bushes about as tall as me. I don't know how tall uh, you are. And either sh- way, you can't see over them. It shredded our bare torsos. They're not wearing shirts? As we took off our shirts and hung them from our shoulders. That makes sense. Uh We crouched under the fence and made it to the court. Maybe it was so that they could get under the fence? Either way. Okay. Now, almost 50 years later, it was just some old cow pasture, pasture. I guess the court was 50 years old. We were a little bummed out as we were hoping for an ultimate mine shaft experience. Uh-oh. But we knew logically that... Okay, I just want to say that okay. I fucking hate mines. I know you do. There's... No. So you would never have gone outside looking for a mine anyway. Well, it's like, okay, you get out there, you're scared. You're going to a mine shaft. Already high possibility of death, whether or not something evil's in there. Uh, because mines will kill you and give no shits. Um, but now you see this thing and you're like... You don't know that there's not a mine shaft there, so you're still there's a thing out. There could be a mine shaft that you're going to. All of this just screams bad idea. Like, yeah, no. I agree. I'm not fighting with you. <laughs> I told you I would not have gone. Um. So they were a bit disappointed because it was just a cow pasture, and. And so, because there was no mine, we went over there and screwed around on the cliff. So, so many bright decisions going into this story here. It was roughly a hundred yards away from the tree line, so we were a little far from the woods. There was a pallet with some perfectly cut square rocks in it, and we looked through them fascinated by how precise they were. Why are we okay. Aiden decided to take some Instagram pictures, and as we got okay. into position to take our photos, Aiden, something's gonna be in those pictures. The voice came like that's the oh, voice. There was a voice that said, "Aiden." Nope. We all spun around towards the woods, hearing his dad, but it was off, almost mechanical. Startled by how quiet it was. Almost a whisper, but the woods was a hundred yards away. So it sounds closer, but you can't see anything. Well, I mean, it's like a football field. They're a football field away from the woods. That's um, far. My fear crawled its way into me, and I wanted to go home, knowing something was scared. wrong. Guys, we need to go, I stated, walking towards the tree line. Is it the same tree line that the voice just came from? Where the fuck? I don't know. I have no idea. Just a tree line. All of this is bad ideas. (laughs) The others followed. My fear grew stronger and stronger. I scanned the field, then the cliff, then the trees. As I was walking, we were at the tree line, getting under the fence. Snap. (laughs) A branch cracked not too far from us. We all looked. Marcellus was still under the fence, and we saw it. 20 yards away was this nine-foot-tall human-like animal but it stood on two legs like a human its gray skinny arms ended at its knees okay so everything i've heard is that it's gray yeah okay and its claws were as big as its hands put your put your hand up (laughs) okay (laughs) just claws (laughs) okay 
Uh, it was partially crouched, perching its elbows on its knees. Now that's 20 yards away. That's not far. No, that's not far at all. Staring at us Especially with hot, that big. red eyes. Now there's red eyes. I was like, wait. No. <laughs> no. Red. I don't know why that was my instinct. I don't know. Teeth stuck out of its mouth like a piranha with large canines like a dog. Its teeth were an ugly yellow and blackish color with some blood on the top row. I guess that's what happens. We all stood frozen and staring at this beast. Then its eyes snapped to mine. We made eye contact and it twitched. In fear, I let out a gasp and its eyes perked up as if it was happy. This will be fun. Here's a good chase. It slowly stood up, breaking my trance, and I jumped into flight mode. Run! Scatter! <laughs> um, making a dash for home. In the, f- the field that we had come from was only 50 yards away. The creature let out an almost metallic human bear-like roar. That it, sounds contradictory, but okay. I don't know. Like a T-Rex, maybe. <laughs> uh, its it scream filled me with fear, and I could sense the hate in its veins. This monster was primal fear. We ran like hell and it chased after us, dodging left and right, changing directions, tripping us up so it can't catch us. Separate them, that's how you get them all. Like you're the Wendigo? I mean, I hope not. We dove under the barbed wire fence and kept running. I looked back, don't look back, to see it hurdle the fence like it was nothing. It's nine feet tall. What do you expect? I tripped over a branch and rolled, catching myself and kept running, but this put me at the back of the line. I felt its breath on my back as it ran, and it let out another scream and jumped to a cliff to my right. My friends... Oh, I jumped off the cliff to my right. My friends did the same. It was like a 15-foot drop into some dead leaves and grass, so we landed okay. Except that my ankle rolled in the process, yep. and Aiden landed on his knee on a rock. Ouch. Yeah, no. Uh, I saw that I almost landed on the deer corpse that we had seen earlier. <clears throat> the tree line was only 300 yards away, and we ran like hell. We heard it screeching and scrambling down the hill at full speed. We vaulted over rocks and slid under fallen trees, and it was right with us the whole time. I knew the only goal this thing had was to mutilate us like that deer. We ran and ran, and it roared, this time almost like in defeat. We cleared the tree line and the road ran into the road. We turned back Talk around. to get hit by a bus. <laughs> Why would there be a bus in the woods? Okay, fine. Moving a, truck. A car. Turn, it's the start of Pet cemetery again. Um, we turned around to see where it was. It was almost out of view, but we could still see it. Evan. It croaked. That's my name. My friends well. always call each other me things, so we rarely said our real names. Instead of primal fear, this time I felt so angry. I puffed out my chest and slammed my hands on my pecs. You want a piece of me, you ugly son of a bitch? Come at me, because that's the response we should have. Oh my god. This, same, this thing smiled, turned around, and walked away. What <laughs> we is all, this? We all looked at each other and went back to the house. 
Aiden's dad didn't normal. hear us screaming, so we didn't have to explain anything. We went to his room. None of us talked about it much after. Um, Aiden probably has a shattered knee and you have a rolled ankle. Boys will be boys, right? Well, none of them are wearing shirts. Oh, God. Um, so he was straight up pulling a Tarzan, you know, beating mm-hmm. his chest, whatnot. It's just, it's such a guy thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Thoughts? Um, I I can't get over the the, the people. Like, why would you? This sounds like something my brother would do. Our brother would do. Why? Um, um, I feel like I've heard stories about whistling things in the woods, so I don't know if that's necessarily a Wendigo. Well, I mean, yeah, Real Life Ghost Stories has done a bunch of things on, like, the Whistler. Who I think is really creepy because disembodied whistling is not ever a good thing. No. Well, what is your final take on Wendigos? Do we like them? No. No. No, don't like them. (laughs) No, No, scary. Not at all. Scary things. Uh, Zero out of ten. Would not (laughs) approve. Do not recommend Wendigos. I feel like kind of bad for them, but we don't know the whole thing, so like... I don't know. No. Moral of the story, don't eat people. Don't go (laughs) into the woods. Don't eat people, guys. (laughs) Don't go in the woods. Don't eat people. Don't go to abandoned quarries. Just don't. Don't do anything stupid, guys. And if if you get scared, go away. Right? Go back to where you're not scared anymore. These guys are all like, oh, you know, I'm scared, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I know. Idiots. Okay, well, all right. that was our first one. Yeah, we did it. We did it. It's Yay. so hot in here. Oh, my God, I'm melting. <laughs> okay, well, um, we have an Instagram. We do. Follow it at Nope, I'm Scared. It has underscores between yes. Nope and, like, each it's word. Nope, underscore, I'm underscore scared. Yes. And if you somehow stumble upon us, hi. We don't have names for you. Yet, I guess. We also um, don't have, like, a catchphrase yet or how we start things. We're working on we're it. We're learning. If anything, we'll be, like, my favorite murder and not have any of those things. If you have any suggestions, let us know. And if you have any listener stories, email us. Email them to us at nopeimscared at gmail.com. It's on our Instagram, if we didn't say that right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Bye.